Hey guys, what makes you cry? Um, no more toilet paper. Yeah, that's fair. Low batteries. Oh, that yep. is the yeah. worst. Pain. Um, I found spoons that fall behind the oven, never to be seen again. Quite sad. <laughs> that's specific. That's very specific. Yeah. Onions with teeth. Oh, I thought. Uh, we're talking about anime, guys. Um, anime that makes you cry. Oh, oh right. right yeah. Okay. Mm. Yep. Okay. Nope. Still the onions. It's over 9,000! And welcome to another episode of Kawaii Fi Radio, the podcast where we look into the world of anime and manga. I'm your host, Kyle, and joining me are my hosts, Coco and Kevin. Hey, we're coasts. I what are you coast. doing, guys? I am coast, man. Everyone? <laughs> From coast to coast. Nice to be a coast. It is. I haven't had much sleep. This will be an interesting show. We're going to have a lot to talk about, but oh, very quickly, if you are wondering where Kawaii Fi Quest is, it's getting a bit of a rework, uh, and it's going to come back, but it will be getting its own mini segment in the show going forward instead mm. of at the beginning. So we'll get to that in another bit. Yes, yes it seems some people were confused by that, thinking that was our entire podcast. Just yeah. two hours of that. Oh, dear <laughs> God. I mean, I, I mean, like, it's not necessarily a bad idea, but that's a lot more writing than we've been putting in. Yeah, so definitely. we'd have to adjust our <laughs> workloads to compensate. So let's talk about what we've caught up on this past fortnight. And yes, that, firstly, that was Bafuri. Um, oh, I've maxed out yes. my defense so I don't get hurt. Oh, uh, you know what? I know that plenty has happened in this anime. Mm. Um, apologies, by the way, I'm fighting off a cold. Um, <laughs> I know we're, we're all dying here yeah, this week. <laughs> I know. I know that a lot has happened in this anime, but all I keep thinking back to is that tiny little uh, rabbit thing uh, that like Usagi, kept on banging Usagi itself <laughs> against her shield, going. Oh. Ha, ha, ha. Bang! The rabbit apple. Oh my so cute. Gosh. Yeah, the monster designs in this show are pretty good. They give Pokemon a run for their uh, money. I thought I'd I, kill... I would buy a uh, apple rabbit. Oh, as a as a pillow. Totally. That would be so totally. cute. See, I thought I'd feel bad when it eventually died, but the way that they did it, like, didn't make me feel bad. Well, so I, was like, I could actually no! go into this game <laughs> and have and and have the experience and not feel bad about you know. Mm. Whereas if I was to go into Pokemon. Yeah, feel you'd feel a bit bad. Yeah, I, I've really enjoyed the show. For those who haven't caught up on it yet, it's another uh, video game MMORPG series it's similar not quite to a, it's a Sword. No, no, no. It's it's very similar to Sword Art Online in principle and premise, same as Log Horizon, except without the being trapped in it. It's a lot more comfy. Not only that, but the game that uh, they are playing is absolutely broken. Yeah, the rules yes. for this game are just. Nuts. They, this they has keep, not been balanced. They, they keep finding ways to break the game by accident. And it's not a case of someone maliciously trying to do it. She's just playing the game the way she plays it, and she's not a gamer. So they wouldn't expect people to do what she's done. No. Um, and that's <laughs> resulted in her being very OP. It's worked in her favour, yes. You know what's interesting? Um, once, well, when I was, this is probably showing my age, but SimCity 3 had just come. No, <laughs> SimCity 2000? There's 2000 and 3000, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 3000, yeah. Sim SimCity 3000 had just come out and mm. I went over to my friend's place and was like, oh, look, there's this cool game and we were playing it. And she'd never played it before, but she was doing better than I was doing <laughs> and I had played it a few times. So that's just because I was too rushed. I didn't mm. take my time 
And this is what she's doing. She's taking her time with this game. So she's like that friend I had ah. who was kicking ass at SimCity. SimCity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, th- there is another um, MMORPG game out at the moment as well. That is... Oh, yes. uh, Infinite Dendrogram. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what a dendrogram is, but it does make me think of dandruff. Um, um, <laughs> maybe it's a diagram with... Um, Robots? I was going to say Do- ten uh, sides, but that's Decker. Nendroids mm-hmm. in a dodecahedron. No. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but uh, yes, this anime is uh, kind of another one of your sort of standard MMO isekai things, except they can exit the game. Mm-hmm. It plays nice. by other rules that are very, very fast and loose with logic and reality. Yeah. It's more interested in telling the story than grounding itself in the rules, which, yes. you know, to, to be honest, I think works well for it. It's not a case where it needs to be hampered by those rules. And let's be honest, almost every one of these MMORPG games does have that power fantasy attached to it in some regard. Yeah, you got to forgive it that. And this one sort of joins into that, especially in the uh, few episodes we've caught up to where he's... Yeah, yeah episode just... four in particular was particularly full on. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. Um, but I-, I can highly recommend watching both of them. Uh, but mm-hmm. Bofir in particular is yeah. just... It's like... It's lovely. It's if you combined Sword Art Online and Eurocamp. Yeah, probably I can the see only that. way if I can. If you got the characters from Eurocamp playing a game. Yeah, exactly. I would watch the heck out of that. Japan, I would too. get on that, please. Please, please, please. do. So <laughs> we should probably talk about what this episode is all about, seeing as we've been talking about crying. And yeah. we are talking um, about anime that tugs at the heartstrings. Sorry, everyone. Jerks Onions. a tear. <laughs> <laughs> Leaves you a sopping mess. You're not having this. I really you. am. So we're talking from haunting tales of the war to heartbreaking romances there's so many stories that can have a profound impact on us and we've got one film and two series to talk about this episode now we won't be covering obviously every single one because that would just be too much Um, but we're going to do yeah, some of us cannot three. afford that therapy bill. No, no. And, and hey, if you're enjoying what you're hearing so far, consider hitting that subscribe button and uh, join us for our future episodes and videos that are coming out as well. Mm-hmm. But before we dig into this episode, it's time for the anime news. Making headlines. Really? Awesome. Anime news. More slime and booksakai on the way, and the mass dropping of an inappropriate anime. This is Kawaii Fi Anime News. The Tokyo Anime Film Festival has announced this year's winners of its Animation of the Year awards this week, with some familiar names taking home some prizes. The awards looked at over 400 animated works, which debuted between October 2018 to September 2019, before shortlisting just 80 of them and 20 films. Demon Slayer Kimitsu no Yaiba won the television category, while Weathering With You won the animated film category. Weathering With You director Makoto Shinkai also took out the director award. The Tokyo Anime Film Festival will take place from March 13 to 16. Questionable anime series Interspecies Reviewers has been dropped by several streaming services and TV stations this week in what appears to be a reaction to the series' upcoming fifth episode. Funimation and Amazon Prime have removed the series from their catalogues completely, while Wackadim Nordic and Japanese station Tokyo MX have cancelled airing any more of the series. Anime Lab in Australia and New Zealand, now part of Funimation, say they will continue to stream the service, though will delay it as it adjusts the source of materials. The series premiered in January, with some critics questioning why the series was released as a normal anime, considering its content and subject matter. 
Katakawa has announced college teasing series Uzaki-chan Wants to Hang Out is getting an anime series this July. The series focuses on the character Sakurai Shinichi, who wants to be just a peaceful and quiet life. However, his underclassman, Uzaki Hana, wants to hang out and tease him, believing he has no friends and can't take care of himself. The series is being animated at Studio Engi, which animated last year's Kimono Michi. Book-loving Isekai series Ascendants of a Bookworm will be returning to our screens this year, with part two of the anime confirmed to be airing in April. The series' official website confirmed the series' second part, with a preview for the upcoming arc, and the series is now set to run for 12 episodes. The show follows a book-loving college girl who is reincarnated into a fantasy world, but is disheartened to learn the world has low literacy and books are rare. She sets out to make her own books so she can fulfil her desire to be a librarian. The second season of Isekai series, That Time I Got Reincarnated as a Slime, has been given a release date, with the Slimy series continuing in autumn anime season this year. Studio 8-Bit will again produce the series, with the cast and crew expected to reprise their roles. The series also has three OADs on the way this year, which will be bundled with the manga's 14th, 15th and 16th volumes. These OADs will be an original three-part story written by series creator Fuse called Side Story, Rumuru's Splendid Teacher Life. Heading to the bookshelves, and Demon Slayer has hit several massive milestones this week, becoming the first manga in history to take every spot on Oricon's weekly top 10 manga chart. The series also occupies the top 18 spots of the chart, in fact, and is estimated to have earned 1.23 billion yen in just the week of January 27 to February 2nd, from just physical publications, including CDs, DVDs, and Blu-ray sales. The franchise's novel series, only released last year, was also announced as Jump's novel's fastest to reach 1 million copies in circulation following a reprint this month. And the manga for this season's breakout show, Keep Your Hands Off Aizuken, has seen a surge in sales, with more than half a million copies now in print. The anime's success has saw urgent reprints of the series' five volumes released, with a massive rise in demand for the series. The fifth volume of the series was only released in the past fortnight. And quickly, in dub news, Funimation are now streaming the English dub of Magio Record, Quella Magi Madoka Magica Side Story. More cast have been announced for the Demon Slayer English dub, with a trailer now available on Anaplex's YouTube channel. Crunchyroll have also added the dub of Ancient Magus Bride to their catalogue, and they've also added the dubs for both seasons of New Game. And that's your anime news for the week ending February 9, 2019. Well, I am really happy about Izuken. Yes. And so happy. Man, that is just, um, it's growing in popularity, isn't it? It is, and it's its a really lovely series. I was yeah. quite surprised. Mm. I love but it. I, I imagine both of you are quite excited about Ascendance of a Bookworm Season 2. Oh, yes, that <laughs> is. Oh, more, comfy, so more comfy Isakai is always good. <laughs> oh, and even though it's like, you know, it's it's a little, she she sometimes get got ill and that mm. wasn't very comfy. The rest of it was comfy. <laughs> and now, uh, that wasn't now comfy, she no. knows why she's gotten ill and she's not going to get any, any more ill and it's going to be comfy AF. <laughs> oh, for me, it's also the world building. It's a fascinating kind of fantasy world. Every it other is. one has like giant frogs or goblins and stuff and the rest of it's just sort of like your standard format this has crystal trees which mm. flower with fruit and uh like monstrous vines which can turn into like monster trees and devour the landscape it's like 
It's Ooh. kind of a very imaginative way of building the world, and the, the yeah. storytelling for it's quite nice as well. Aye, I, mean, I want to know more. It, 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 it might come across as a fairly simplistic show, but there's a lot of depth to it the more you watch. Aye. Mm. Now, I'm very excited about Izaki-chan uh, getting adapted. This is adapted. something you've been reading, isn't I, I've it? been reading the manga for this for about a year now, really? and I'm hooked on it. I love it. It's Every time it comes out each month, I'm just like, yes. Um, it <laughs> seems to be a thing for you. You seem to pick up on manga of uh, this kind of storyline. There's uh, Teasing Master Takagi. <laughs> Uh, what yes. was the other one? Oh, oh, it was quite recent. You like the adorable stuff, don't you? I, I do. Uh, mm. p- please don't tease me, Nagatoro. That's the and one, And then yes. there's also another one which is... Oh, domestic it's a, Girlfriend? Well, there's Domestic. There's <laughs> Domestic Dumpfire. Um, and uh, there's also... Um, oh, I can't remember the name of it, but it's about a sort of a Japanese gal girl who's um, teasing her um, senpai. Well, not senpai, actually. The same age in the same class, but he's yeah. quite nerdy looking and she's obviously... Um, her mum's a hairdresser and she's quite fashion conscious. Aww. It's it's really quite sweet. And mm. the most recent chapter, they went on a date. And it's like, Aww, oh, yeah, That's lovely. <laughs> because I'm a massive softie and don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but we do I'm have to move on and start talking about stuff that's going to make us ball our eyes out and yeah. be sad and lie on the floor for days on Oh, if end. we must... Kawaii Fire Radio. I think I watched that as a kid. Oh yeah, I remember that. Back catalogue. So where should we begin? Well, I think it's probably safe to say that we have to talk about probably one of the first anime that made me cry. Oh yeah. Yeah, Angel Beats. Oh, I think I, I uh, you introduced me to this one a little after you'd watched it. Yeah. Yeah, I inflicted this pain on others. Yes, you also <laughs> inflicted it on me. I did, and yes. I sat there and watched it and weeped okay. manfully. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong, this isn't something that you just cruelly inflict on your friends because it's a of beautiful, sadism. It's a it's beautiful story. It's not just beautiful, actually. it is just fantastic, it is funny, it's mm. I like action how they, they They don't try to make it longer just for the sake of it. They yeah. pack the story in and it's told well. But the thing is, the main criticism of the series is that it's too short. Oh. It was going to be longer. Yeah, because um, they've okay. left some characters undeveloped. Uh, um, but to be honest, if you're watching it and you know it's 12 episodes, you don't feel bad about that. Yeah. Mm. If it was going to be longer originally, I would have preferred that, don't get me wrong. There was a couple of references to it being shortened down because of the uh, tsunami, but I couldn't actually find anything to completely verify that. There was the uh, a really big one back in 2011, but this was yeah. Well, a this was April, this was April 2010, so I think that's right. Mm, uh, ma- maybe there was some situation. So okay, but story time. Yes, tell <clears> us about <throat> Angel Beats. All right, so picture the scene at uh, the first few minutes of this show. Oh, pretty yeah. much like sum up exactly what's going on to a degree. So you have your main guy, Otanashi. He wakes up um, outside of a high school. Is it's he late? Um, no, it's the dead of night. He's not late. He is, in fact, dead. According to the woman on his left, who is a schoolgirl packing a really, really big sniper rifle. Mm-hmm. She is aiming down at the uh, field at another young girl, little white-haired girl named Angel. She informs him that he's dead. This is the afterlife, a sort of limbo where like people with unfulfilled lives have gone, and that they are rebelling against the system by fighting that girl, Angel. Oh. <laughs> Now, Otanashi, for one thing, he has amnesia, so 
all of this is a little bit confusing, but he's also got a bit of logic to him saying, no, nah, so I can't believe any of this. So he can't remember how he got there? No. Nope. He can't remember his past life or anything else. But he's really not uh, having it, what this girl Yuri is saying. So he just stands up, walks down into the field, right up to Angel and says, okay, look, there's a girl up there with a gun. She's aiming at you. Is everything okay here? And Angel stabs him through the chest and yep. kills him. <laughs> But he gets better. He gets better. See, this is a world where, this is a sort of a limbo where you can be crushed, killed, destroyed, strangled, slaughtered, cut into a little bit of pieces, and you'll get better. <laughs> yeah. There's no permanent nice death. World. Yeah, there's no permanent death. It, it's an interesting story the way it's told as well, because it, it got, it's got a very strong musical element to it oh, as well. The music for this mm. is so strong. There is a constant presence of a band called Girls Dead Monster. They're sort of part of their distraction element, mm-hmm. part of like a bunch of their schemes and um, heists. And a fun fact about Girls Dead Monster, they were fronted by two singers. Initially, a girl called Marina, mm-hmm. who's a J-pop singer, and then... Lisa. One oh. of this your was one of her first roles in anime. Wow. Wonderful. I yep. didn't actually know that. Yeah. So this is one of her earliest roles and it was almost a breakout role for her as far as being involved in anime and music. And she's been involved in a lot of things since. Oh, well, she ha- most recently uh, Demon Slayer and Sword Art Online's most recent openings as well. So mm-hmm. It's it says a lot about you know the staying power because this is a decade ago this ep- this anime so and even to that end like it is a decade old anime and the animation holds up to this very day it, it does it was done by PA Works though mm-hmm. so you, mm. you kind of expect that high standard from them yeah, it was oh, yeah. beautiful wasn't it I mm. loved the colors that they used they're, they're also whenever there's a combat style scene scene it's always been very well animated the movement yes. and flow it's very it's very smooth isn't very it? smooth yes uh, that part uh, can get a bit confusing it's like um all of these are uh, school students in a high school settings are uh, packing sniper rifles args lmgs mm. like a lot of like heavy artillery turns out that this world has sort of video game-ish elements to it it has mm. npc students and teachers and there are sort of rules and code that you can sort of break mm. to create weapons yeah. with which to fight this uh, mysterious, it, creepy almost angel Almost like lady. just reforging pieces of the world into mm. other elements. So, exactly. So the reason why they're all here mm. is to pass es- over, isn't es- it? Essentially, they're, they're meant to... It doesn't really specify at the start of the story, but they are in um, Limbo, um, and they don't necessarily agree with being there. No. Yes, it's uh, they've died in sort of tragic, unfortunate circumstances. They are all young people, and every one of them has just the saddest of stories. Oh, yeah. And so they're sort of like, they're angry at the god that would sort of like set them in this sort of a situation. So this is sort of like their act of rebellion. If they play along with the school life and sort of have the fulfilled childhood they didn't have as this sort of weird world is there for, then they will vanish. Yeah, they'll, 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 they'll move on, mm. if you will. Mm. Now, and th- a few people, like, I won't say which characters, but a few characters sort of do step into the light uh, as far as that goes later, and it is always just it's heartbreaking. 
Just, it oh. really is. Um, this was actually an original anime. There was no manga source material or anything like that. Oh. They just went, let's make this. A manga material. A manga source did come after the fact, well, though, because four manga series, a series of short stories, two internet radio shows, and an episodic visual novel, which internet has six right? parts. Radio show. <laughs> yeah, they turned it into a multimedia empire. The most recent one came out in 2015. Was the episodic novel that started? I believe the mm. third chapter just dropped. I mm. could be wrong. I need to double it's check. It's mostly that. because the director. Uh, Seiji, he was like enormously unhappy with the uh, length of it. He wanted mm. it to be longer. He wanted to go into more detail and more of the stories of these characters. Mm. And a few of them needed stories. Um, they did. They did. There's like some main characters about oh, five or six tops. There's also a bunch of sort of side characters. Oh. One of them is an eternal enigma, and I wish to know his story. TK. TK, yes. Yeah. <laughs> It's sort of like you have all these other characters who have their strange quirks and flaws. One of them is the glasses guy, but because he has, though he has glasses, he's stupid. Yeah. But <laughs> Which is against the grain of anime Totally norms. against the rules. Mm. But then you have TK. He's, um... TK is technically just... Uh, I think TK is an English student. An exchange student or Exchange something? student who's ended up there somehow. He speaks only in song titles, in yeah. English as well. It's like, yep. show me your moves. Get <laughs> yeah. chance and luck. Knocking on heaven's door. <laughs> it's just like it's so good. And like all the characters are just like, we don't know why he's like that. What is he saying? Why is he saying that? And he's it, always about that dancing and raves. And that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's con it contrasts the sad moments mm. with you, you know your normal school life. Yeah. Normal Drama. in a sort of a relative term, but yeah. uh, yes. well, not yeah, rel yeah, exactly. And like it's it's funny as well. The it's humor it's sort of sets up like what's going to happen next, like all yeah. of this humor and all these like crazy interactions, and then like a heartbreaking revelation comes, yeah. a twist at the end of every episode basically mm. will I come and just sort of like oh that hurts, yeah, that I really hurts. I feel, and like, then they'll have yeah. TK or someone else narrating the outro, and it just it takes away that seriousness as well. I feel well. like it starts like when I watched it, I thought it was a different genre to when, to what the what genre I felt it was when it finished. Mm. So very I much so. Like yeah. the the ending of the series is very heartbreaking um there are two ovas one which is a set of side stories mm. and from memory then there's also the one which is there's two very short ones which are almost like an epilogue mm. to the story and not only that an alternative ending yeah i don't think i've seen the alternative ending yet it's um it's not happier it is in fact sadder what? i uh what yeah what? my research of that was um no, a sad I, I, night. <laughs> I, I think we'll, I'm pretty sure that they're both prologue stories and not alternative endings. It's just showing you where the characters end up at the end. Um, but no, I'm wrong. No, you ooh, are wrong. Um, yeah, one of them is like a very, very final ending, and the other one is a very um, well. You could lead into a second series with it if you wanted. Yeah, to. Yeah, that's the one I've seen. But so. it's like, mm. so would the second series be in the same spot? Yeah, it would. It, it um, would it would continue on exactly see, as before, but having one of the other characters there as sort of, I guess, filling a guidance type role. I was wondering. So all of these people are high school age, aren't they? Yep. They do seem to be. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if Purgatory just changes 
for like you know whichever demographic that person is in say if they were a middle-aged salary man <laughs> maybe purgatory would be an office environment it would turn into a relaxed office environment where they meet still like friends and have mm. beers and otherwise have like a nice well, job I, I, I was <laughs> gonna say would it be like a you know a skewers bar or something where they're just doing, <laughs> they're going, I'll have some doing more a mixer oh <laughs> you know what i'd be okay with that afterlife that's yeah. that sounds like an awesome I could afterlife go for takoyaki in oh, the afterlife. i could go takoyaki japanese you can always go takoyaki yeah <laughs> japanese bars it. are awesome they are <laughs> if anyone wants to buy me something to thank me for being such an awesome uh, podcast <laughs> like host, subscribe and send takoyaki um, yes <laughs> That's so on the, on the table. So Angel Beats came out in April 2010. It ran for 13 episodes plus those two OVAs um, mm-hmm. on the end. Um, I'm pretty sure it's on Crunchyroll, but um, I'd have to go and double check. But um, you can still find it kicking around. And most, uh, I believe Funimation uh, were involved. No, actually, it was PA Works. So it w- it, I'm yes, pretty sure that there is, there is a dub out there of it. Um, under PA Works. Um, and we'll have to find it. Well, we've got it. I've got it on the shelf in the uh, other room. Ah. Ah. Yeah, um, it's in the rest of the stacks of all the anime the we've collected. <laughs> the stack. Um, but it, the dub is quite good. I'm not sure if the dub's available online, but I do know definitely that the sub version is. So mm. definitely check it out if you haven't seen it. Um, it's only, as, as we said, those 13 episodes mm. and the two OVAs, so you can probably crack through it in a, in a day and if you've got the time. This is a great show. Go check it out. And alongside the crying, you will enjoy it. Yeah. So like, it's got... It, it's a, not a case um, of just being miserable. Yeah. It's, it's a, got a truly wide, memorable show. Yeah, it's a wide and entertainment there's just, value. There's sort of like situations it's sort of like oh friends or saturday night live where you just sort of remember that one bit that one sort of situation that dominated yeah. an episode like one of them was that they need to create distractions and all i'll say is that uh their desks get rocket boosters yeah 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 <laughs> or when tk sacrifices himself for that one particular scene <laughs> oh yes that was, <laughs> be- that was beautiful just hilarious brilliant it, it, you Good could, job, cause TK. you know they couldn't die you just couldn't take it seriously like why did you do that, <laughs> that <was laughs> maybe so he just wanted to maybe yeah, it's like, something you always wanted to do in life i wanted to be a hero as is sort of like the nature of this anime like the music comes up it feels like it's a dramatic moment but then like once the sacrifice is done, everyone just sort of walk by, walks by casually. They're just, <laughs> just like, yeah, like, whatever, man. You'll be yeah. fine. You'll be back. <laughs> You'll be fine. You'll manage. So let's. Uh, unfortunately, we do have to go to something a bit sadder. Uh, uh, this was already sad. Yeah, th- th- this is gonna really. Uh, this is drop wonderful into though. The depth. It's a it beautiful show, a uh, beautiful it. film, but it's it's bloody sad. Kawaii Radio. We'll be there on time. Just twenty minutes of ads. Cinema Club. So we are talking about Grave of the Fireflies. Oh. <laughs> we had been dreading this, hadn't we? We, we have all, at some point in the past decade, tried to watch it. Or caught glimpses, or caught of, glimpses it, or of it and just went, told. nope, 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 nope. Yeah. I watched it to a point ages ago, but it was after I saw uh, the fate of one of the parents that I was just like, oh, no I, thanks. Yeah. The first I saw of it was... AMV Hell. <laughs> oh no! And oh, that's that was ju- that set mm. it up. To yeah. be honest, um, yeah. so oh, that was the one where it's I made this song to depress yes. you, and when <laughs> this song's done, you'll be depressed too. So <laughs> this is a Studio Ghibli production. Mm. Um, it was directed by Takahata Izao. Uh, who we recently lost in the last few years. Yeah, um, shame. he also wrote the screenplay. Now. Grave of the Fireflies, if you aren't aware, 
is a story of two children called Sator and Setsuko. Sator is 14 and Setsuko is four. And they're the children of a general living in Japan during the last couple months of the war. It's uh, The prologue to this film is a death. It's mm. the death of Sator, who was the only one of the, ch- of the family left at this point. Um, <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, it sets the scene. It, r- but it really does a good job with its storytelling because yeah. it tells you exactly what to expect in the first few minutes of that film. It Absolutely. wasn't a quick death. No, <laughs> it's not. And it's completely avoidable as well, which yeah. is one the, the main theme of the film. The, it's the very film, frustrating. Mm, the film is not anti-war. It's not about war. It's about how war changes people. And that was and a big thing that um, some of the critics in the West said. They were like, this is an anti-war film. And the director and writer came out and said, no, it's not about being anti-war. It's, it's telling about you. telling a tale. Because mm. this is based on a semi-autobiographical short story mm. of the same name, which Absolutely. is set during World War II, yeah. during the firebombing of Kobe in 1945. Mm. After the prologue where we watch um, Sata pass... We arrive at their house, so we go back to when he and his mother and Setsuko are preparing to leave because the firebombers are going to attack. They take shelter, um, Sato takes Setsuko and his back runs away, and after the bombers pass, they go to find the mother who has unfortunately been very badly yeah. hurt by the firebombs and who passes away shortly after. <laughs> it's... Uh yeah, look, yeah, th- th- this is a, a film which stuff. you very quickly start to see the horror of war as mm. it is. For the confrontation and, and the helplessness and stuff. And you don't see any fighting. No. That, you that's see the these people thing. running from it. You can see them dealing with it. You can see how they're managing it. And what's important is that you see the psychological toll that this, it takes on them. This is the them. civilian view of war. We're, mm. so, we're so used to seeing, like, in films, like, um, uh, the, the, the recent one, they had 1945 and they had... 1914, uh, yes. 1914, sorry. And they also had um, the one for the storming of Normandy and stuff like that. We're so downfall. Downfall. Seeing downfall. And was, downfall. Was we're so one. used to seeing the military angle, not the civilian angle yeah, during and war. this is just a wonderful retelling because this is from Sator's point of view. And Sator, um, after he passes in the prologue, you see him reappear as a spirit mm. with his sister and they get on a train and start to take a journey. So that's interesting to see sort of where they're going and how yeah. where they reappear during the film. Now, yeah. the writer of this story did... Um, he he underwent hardship during the war, as everyone did, but he lost his little sister. And his older sister. Yes, yes. And he is widely known that he wrote Grave of the Fireflies in a way to sort of um, move on, like like sort of deal with their deaths because he had them on their conscience. And apparently so many people approached him for a live action film. Yeah. Oh god. No. And but he was like, look, contemporary children couldn't act this. Yeah. Yeah. I, they I I mean, I can't see it myself, though. I'm sure there are plenty of talented child actors out there. But when Takahata approached him and showed him the storyboards, um the author just realized that animated films that that in an animated form mm. this could work and it was probably the only way it would work it's an incredible 
visual mm. story. Like th- yes. this is we're, we're so used to seeing stories which are filled with you know gags and jokes and so mm. forth. Well, and not to mention this is a Studio Ghibli production. I mean, this yeah, came out yes. in the same year as Totoro, I believe. Yes, um, which is the actually, most yes. innocent fun, and adorable thing you've ever seen. The fun fact: this was a double feature with Totoro because mm. they didn't think Totoro would succeed. Uh, yes. So you had Grave of the Fireflies first, Totoro second. Um, I mean, build, that's kind of nice. Build mm. as a feature for families and children. Um, yeah, it's, no. I, I wouldn't, I, I do, I think I said a few episodes ago about, um, Neon Genesis's writer, um, Hideako Anno saying that he really wanted to, with Neon Genesis, the reason he started making it a lot darker was he wanted children to be aware of the cruelty and danger of the world. And this mm. kind of rings a similar thing. It's saying look, this is the horrors that mm. have happened. But to build and something like that for children, Japan, do we need to have a talk? We do. Yeah. So I don't think the. F- um, I wouldn't say that this is a film for children to mm. watch until they're definitely older. Oh yeah. What happens after they uh, find their mother and have to bury her? Yeah. Is they are taken in by an aunt who at first yeah. is very welcoming. And, you know, helpful. Um, But as time passes, she Mm. begins to see them as a burden to her own family and sort of, you know, takes digs at Sata. Um, Just to to confirm, during the wartime, um, Japanese uh, school students were able to start working and usually did from age 14, which is his age. But... Sata needs to look after his sister first. That's his priority. He doesn't, mm. you know, that's he's what not going to go away. Do. Yeah, exactly. He so because of so over time, the the fact that the aunt just sort of keeps on, you know, starts to hide food from them, and and he he's he's the son of a, a military captain or a general. He mm. he's got pride, and so. With his pride intact, he takes Setsuko and they leave. His pride is one of his biggest weaknesses in in all seriousness because it... Which may be another theme of the film. Yeah. When you think back to what happens in Japan during the war, it's... It, it's it's horrible, but you know also the opposite side of they've they've done horrible things as far as the military was mm-hmm. concerned in China. War and is just Korea. Yeah, it does all yeah. things yeah. to people on all it, sides. It's awful, mm, and but it brings out the worst. It people. does, but it also it says a lot about how much war has changed since then. Back mm. then, the, there was such a there was an attack on civilians. You have a look at the bombing in London. You have a look at the bombings in Japan. You have a look at what happened throughout Europe. It was about attacking the civilians, whereas now it's a lot more about you know regime regimes versus regimes mm. versus military might versus you know what, whatever other um, flag they're they're hanging behind without mm. so much as a focus on a um, a civilian attack. I mean, obviously there are exceptions with you know certain attack types, but yeah. Yeah. we've moved away from the let's just wipe out the other nation to more of let's change the way that country runs. Yeah, um, absolutely. Th- and this is very much founded in that older tradition of wiping out the country. It's yes. a focus on destroying, like, uh, what, what's it, scorched earth strategy. It's probably the, well, I believe that the World War Two was the last example of, you know, wiping people, well, of yeah. that philosophy being that philosophy. so widely used. But, yeah. of course, like, I'm not a war historian, 
Mm. I may be wrong. Please let us know. Um, if you'd like to add any sort, of, any extra comments or yeah. any historical facts, we'd love to hear them. Love to hear them. If you'd um, like to commiserate on us and for having to watch yes. this, yeah. So yeah. still can't believe that was double build with mm. Totoro. I mean, ima- well, imagine watching that first. and then watching Totoro afterwards. Yeah. You need that to make yourself feel happy. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, I won't go through the entire film. Yes, but. Um, after they leave the aunt, Sata finds an abandoned bomb shelter and sort of makes a little home for him and Setsuko. Um, however, it's very hard to keep them both fed. Yeah. And Setsuko becomes uh, increasingly more ill because of it. Um, and here is a point that I want to make. Um, it is all about the psychological effect of war and how mm. people it's contrasted in a few different ways. Like for example, um, the doctors when they are trying to save the mother versus when the mother has passed away, what their attitudes are, you know, mm. she, she's gone. It, she's no longer a person. It's a, it's garbage to be thrown out. Yeah. Um, and you see this slow change with the aunt as well. Um, I believe there was a live-action film made. Yes, and this, I believe, um, is actually instead told from the aunt's daughter's perspective, and it's showing um, how war can change a person. So essentially taking the aunt from before the war being a loving, caring person would always take people in to someone who becomes cold and self-interested and focused. And to that, to be fair, it's uh, not entirely not understandable either with uh, rationing and the complete lack of resources. Mm. Taking care of more people in your house would yeah. become stressful and drive people to become colder. Yeah, but the, the, the frustrating part of the whole equation being is that they sold some of the mum's, you know, valuable things to actually provide food for everyone in the house. And yeah. the aunt takes it, quite for granted you know uh, same thing like they brought a load of food with them mm. um they helped mm. them actually in the beginning and that's all goes out the window as soon as there's a potential burden because of the stress of the situation yeah. and it, it's awful to see because you think well you know they're family you should you know you're in a difficult time you'd think it's a time when people would you know Come band together. together and help each other out and look for ways that and they can sort that out that was Some really before attitudes fully changed mm. Some people did like some like there there are stories about people during the war who did look out for others, but mm. it's in a life or death situation like that yeah um you'd understand interestingly um what I've noticed is like at one point when they go to buy an oven, mm. they also get an umbrella now, I feel like the umbrella was a visual metaphor because it's the round umbrella and it's tattered what's mm. the flag of japan yeah the round circle i feel Ooh. like the rising sun on the flag is mirrored in the umbrella and you know it's yeah this is the it effect might have something there. on the country because it, it the effect it, it, on its it people definitely could serve as a metaphor for mm. that if yeah. only they'd made the umbrella definitely red because then it would be a perfect example. Mm, I feel like that would have been too Because it was orange. Yeah. Orange. It was, it was Could have been red and just faded out. Yeah, that's Could true. Could have been, that's yeah. True, but now, what, we, what did you guys feel was the most poignant part of the film for each of you? Oh, th- th- this is a film which the whole way through there are moments of anguish and pain. Like you feel it in your chest. You go, that's not fair. I wish I could help, you know? I think I can pick a moment. Um the beach scene. Mm. They go to the beach and just have themselves a 
nice time. He's trying to distract his uh, little sister from the horrors of the war. And uh, she sort of wanders off to between some boats and finds a body covered in a uh, straw mat. Mm. Mm. And so he uh, stops her in time and sort of shoes her away from it. But for me, that was very... I liked how it was he, very pointed. I liked how he did it as well. Yeah, he was like, don't look at that. Come over here. Yeah, it was just quick. And I also found the point when um, she revealed that she knew the mum yeah. had passed away, and he just broke down. I thought that was a very good example of him showing that mm. he all this time he'd been holding everything in and putting up a front for her, um, and that was if he told her it would all come apart. Yeah, and the fact that you know she knew. She knew made it how she found out made it really awful and explained guess, her behavior i guess that would have taken off some stress from his shoulders like mm. it's something he doesn't have to hide anymore so he could grieve about it yeah my the part that moved me most was at the end mm. and i can't really can, can we can we give spoilers i feel like we can discuss we, the, we the want, end we here. want to avoid too many spoilers but i think this like you, you this kind is, of already know from the beginning mm. how it's going to end yeah so all throughout this film i felt like i was feeling alongside satan and i felt like he's he's an optimist he's trying mm. always trying he's seeing the possibilities instead of the the not like the 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 cutoffs you know, and I just found that as they travel through the film, you know, the beautiful scenery, such a stark contrast to the broken spirits and lost humanity of all the of all of the supporting characters mm. in the film, as well as the, as the children's struggle. But in the last scene, um, where Sator and Setsuko's spirits sit on a bench overlooking the nighttime, mm. modern, lit up city of I, I believe it's Kobe but mm. I it may be Tokyo I'm not completely I'm sure I'm pretty sure it's Kobe it, I just felt it was absolutely stunning that was the moment that moved me it was just so beautiful it's just it, it's also quite sad when you think about it because it means that they're you know as far as the story is concerned mm. their, sto- their spirits lingered there they could have had you know they could have had some happiness they could have been saved during the wartime and yeah but yeah, other people around them were just like, no, nah, I'm keeping yeah. this food. Um, one thing I noticed, um, during, which I think I pointed out to you guys, was that I noticed that the outlines mm. were brown and that is actually something new. So normally in outlines you'll get black, so yeah. they're set. Um, sort of the uh, uncolored line art. Yeah. Yeah. So whenever black was used, it was only used when it was absolutely necessary, apparently. The Mm. color coordinator said that this was done to give the film a softer feel and it's a technique that had never been used in an anime before, sort of done on a challenge. So when you watch it, you'll sort of notice there's this little... it's it's yeah it's really the, the lines are a bit the... softer it, yes because of that brown color it doesn't yes. feel it feels like everything is connected if that makes sense as opposed to like very set layers mm. yeah it sort of blends in with the background without sort of like completely being enveloped by yeah it. Mm-hmm. and the background for mo- a lot of the film is absolutely stunning mm. well mm. it's to be expected of Ghibli mm. and their craft only improves with but, every generation but, but, but even like back in that day animators didn't animate Japanese countryside backgrounds. They no. normally went overseas to study that. So having it so this is one thing that 
um, the author really, really appreciated. Was the fact um, that they actually used the fa- Japanese yeah, countryside. That it looked like what he remembered. Wow. So, honestly, like, this film is harrowing. It is. It is harrowing to get through, but it is beautiful. And I think it's beauty must be seen. People do need to see, even if it's just once. It's, I mean, th- this isn't like Totoro or Spirited Away where you're going to go, oh, I want to watch that again. I want to watch it again. Mm. But you'll see it and you, you do take away something from it. Mm. It'll have its effect and then you can move on. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully. I, f- <laughs> I, I feel like it doesn't, it's not a film that makes you cry because it's just nonstop sad. I feel like it's a film that makes you cry because it moves you. Yeah. And in many different ways. Yeah. Well, you can catch all the Ghibli films on Netflix and they're coming there over the next three months. Um, Or if you are in uh, North America, it's going to be on HBO Max, I believe. I'm not sure when it lands on there, though. Um, But we do need to get on to our final one for Making Us Cry. We'll be back (laughs) in just a moment. Wi-Fi Radio. I think I watched that as a kid. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Back catalogue. And this next one is a bit more recent. It's actually from 2017. Oh, wow. And it's uh, Tsuki Gai Kirei, As the Moon So Beautiful. And a lovely this title. This is a original romance anime produced by Studio Feel. So what kind of horrors of war and like <laughs> psychological trauma are we dealing with this time? Well, it's a coming-of-age story following two junior high students and their struggles of maintaining their relationships. And, Aww. like, no, wait, no, that, that what horrible things happen? Heartbreak. Do oh. they, do, is this, does the struggle end in fruition? Let me talk you through it. Okay. <laughs> okay, let's let's not jump right to the end. Okay. I need good things. <laughs> yes, you Happiness. watched this with me. And Kenny, I think you caught the latter half um, with yes, us when um, Coco was over watching it. Yes, that's right. So this is essentially the story of two kids. A new school year comes around and a new crowd of classmates. So that means for the final year of junior high school, aspiring writer Azumi Katoro and track team member Mizuno Akane end up in the same class. Though initially they've been complete strangers, a few chance encounters stir an innocent desire within their hearts, a yearning gaze, a fluttering heart, the hallmarks of young love slip into their lives as fate brings their path to a crossing. I love that. In high school, that was just... So cute. <laughs> However, though love is patient and love is kind, Kotaro and Akane discover it is not always straightforward. Despite the comfort they find in each other's companies, heartache and anxiety come hand in hand with pursuing the feelings in their hearts. With the uncertainty of how the other truly feels, as well as the competing affections of those around them, the road ahead remains unclear. Even so, under the shining light of a beautiful full moon, Kotaro gathers his courage to ask Akane a single question, one that will change their relationship forever. So, I'm trying to think of something funny to say for the question, but I can't think of anything. Kenny? <laughs> Do you, you think like of pineapple anything? on pizza? <laughs> How good are mushrooms? <laughs> Onions with tea. <laughs> no! no. <laughs> so mushrooms look, are good, though. Th- th- this is a, a, a pure coming-of-age romance story. And it's a pretty popular genre in Japan. It it's is. Like, um, we see it often because it's sort of aimed at a certain demographic who are going but through similar stuff. But often the thing is is that most of these stories don't end in fruition with the characters getting together. It's, you know, like the Harriman away where it just continues on and no one is ever picked. <laughs> you mean <laughs> like Nisekoi? Don't get me started on uh, Nisekoi. Um, cool? I mean, that's somewhat school life, but it's a lot of weird. This is very much more 
grounded and realistic. Th- th- this is a lot more about sharing a story of a love as opposed to sharing a story pursuing love. So in, in this oh. case, it's, um, you know, as I said, a coming-age story. It, it showcases a beautiful example of first love and explores the challenges in communicating and balancing your life goals with your desire to be with someone. And it's something that, you know, anyone in a relationship will have experienced at some point where, you know, you've got something you want to do, but your partner doesn't want to do it or mm. vice versa. There, there can be mm. occasions in relationships where that happens. Um, and this is kind of exploring that when they're at a young age, you know, they're only in middle high, not, you know, senior high school. And, you know, their paths could diverge. And it's looking at how that impacts on their relationship how they manage it how they live how they Mm. work through it um and it i I feel it's beautiful because the first few episodes really build up to that you know the confession um, story before then showing the relationship and the challenges that they had at such a young age when they don't know anything outside of that relationship that first love Mm -hmm. so uh, it, it really struck a chord with me and I loved it. Mm, it was beautiful. And I, I couldn't stop watching it. What most struck the chord with me was the art. It's Sweet incredible. Sweet mother of Betty White. It is amazing. It really is. Oh, like, it's just... I mean, Feel do occasionally pump out a couple of number twos. For example. But I'm not going to go there. But usually... They, they tend to get their hands on really good content or create really good content. And mm. with this being an original as well, it's, you know, it's quite mm. impressive that it's come from that. Um, the title is actually a shortening of a common Japanese phrase, which is Tsukigai Kurei Dezune, which translates as the moon is beautiful, isn't it? Oh. And this actually has a cultural translation to also mean I love you or Daisuki. Um, and it's a phrase that was coined by a Meiji-era novelist and teacher, Natsumi Sosaki, mm. since he believed that two people in love do not actually need direct words to convey their feelings. So in Japan, um, Sosuke is considered the greatest writer in modern Japanese history. Wow. So, and I believe he might have served as inspiration for Kataru's character, who also wants to become a writer. Mm. And he also then, you know, says, "Oh, I also like this famous writer, who's one of the most famous in the modern era." So, do I need to add writers to the uh, like stack of books I've got now? Possibly. (laughs) 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 But it's it's a really beautiful film. I mean, there's not film, sorry, series. Um, It could be a beautiful film too. But there's a strong presence of Line, which is a popular Mm. Japanese messaging app akin to WhatsApp and with extra functionality. But it's the main way that people in Japan communicate with each other. You Mm. see it appearing in many other animes. Um, Well, this is sort of like a modern sort of uh, school life one built for the modern audience. So the presence of actual use of social media to such an extent is actually mm-hmm. um it makes it more grounded as i said it's kind of refreshing to it's see similar it's to how when we we're watching carol and tuesday their use of instagram but you know the modern ver- the space age version of yes. it or eurocamp where they're space constantly texting each other as well exactly mm. and they're using line in eurocamp as well so hey. there you go um but it it really showcases a lot of different aspects of what a modern relationship in high school well middle uh, lower high school middle school where uh, upper ju- middle lower ju- school junior high school can be like it, i'm yes. still get confused upper by that junior because high there's school? so many yes. um it does end on quite a sad note but through the last episode's ending credits you'll feel quite uplifted as you see, see both of the party's lives play out over the years that follow um through a sort of collage of photos and quick animations and 
it's you know you, you go through the ups and downs throughout the series and you get this beautiful ending where you you feel very satisfied with how mm. it plays and, out oh that like that really was just sort of like the uh climax of the film i'll say because it gave you all of this extra story without saying a single word i mean granted the uh soundtrack was going and the singing is beautiful yeah. and stuff like that but it told you this entire other like generation spanning tale of these people didn't say a damn word and, and it was amazing there's an artist i've been following on um art station like uh it's sort of just like a concept art sharing site mm. uh he has told this entire sort of like comic story there's no dialogue whatsoever but i wish i could write the way he doesn't yep <laughs> <laughs> i love the way you put that <laughs> there's actually also a collection of unaired comedic shorts that oh. were released with the show's box set um nice. i haven't seen them because i watched it when it was coming out and streamed it we need to get but, the um, bo- box set need to somehow, get the box then. set um which i believe um funimation did the english dub for so um obviously all all funimation's groups that will stock it um it's actually currently on an 8.27 on mal um and there's a lot of people there's a lot of love from the anime community for this one it's you know in the top 300 anime of all time according to the site's ranking system quite hefty yeah um but uh obviously there will be people who dislike it um people who didn't have any form of romance in high school or don't like the romance genre in particular mm. won't necessarily Maybe like it. Maybe won't, they won't understand. Well, well, some people on the comments section are saying, oh, it's boring. I'm sitting there going, what part? Like, if you, if you didn't come here for a coming-of-age drama, then what did you come for? Because if you're just looking... Maybe at oh, he was hoping he'd get hit by a truck and then transported to another world where he has Damn a magic sword. Truck and a queen. harem of cat girls. And then he would face the final boss. Bench well, <laughs> I, I, I hope that it's something that we start to see more of so perhaps mm. more people can watch it and feel moved in these ways because that's what I love about these these animes, these films. This, I, I love fe- like feeling moved is feeling alive. Yeah. It's, it's another way of feeling connected to the world and yeah. it's just such a wonderful way to to be it's, it's like that um you know the meme which constantly goes around at the end of every anime season you know that feeling when you finish your show and don't know what yes. to do with yourself yes um, it's like it's like a good book you know once yeah. you've finished it what one do you read next are you ready to move on from the last one did you just sit there Not feeling really. empty for a little while well it's also um going back to the one i was talking about earlier angel beats uh, if you like, go to YouTube and look at the comment section for the uh, various pieces of music used in the anime. You'll like notice a consistent sort of theme of why do I keep coming back here? Why do I keep listening to this thing? It only makes me cry. Yeah, because we want to be connected to our feelings and thus to other people in the mm. world. Oh, so that's why I keep going back there. That's right? what I comments. think. <laughs> Yay for connection. <laughs> it's all about it. Well, um, As the Moon's So Beautiful, Tsuki Gakure, you can catch it on Crunchyroll or you can buy the physical releases through Funimation. Lovely. But uh, we'll have to wrap up from there. Kawaii-fi! Well, that is where we will leave things for this episode. Thanks so much for joining us. I didn't shed a single tear. <laughs> no, not one. Not one, <laughs> I swear. I'm not crying. crying. Shut you're up. You're crying. crying. <laughs> <laughs> Next episode, we're looking at otaku anime, and it's all about anime that explores otaku culture. So whether that's anime, gaming, or cosplay culture, or even idol culture, which, which is, is still... Cur- 
It's still weird to me. It's still weird. There's one airing at the moment. We'll be talking about that at the start of next episode because it's amazing but so strange. I'm determined to understand this context. So am I. That's the only thing that's missing, just the context. Now, if you've enjoyed listening, make sure you like and subscribe to get our latest episode straight to your device. And don't forget to head over to our Instagram, Facebook pages for more anime news and videos. Yes, and pictures of cats with, you know, cubone skulls on them and stuff like that. Yeah, so We'll put up nice things. Nice things. Not not bad. We need happy things after this. After this, I'm I'm gonna go watch Eurocamp again. I think and just sit there and go. Ah. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sitting out for that. Yes. There's room camp as well. We could watch that too. I'll make some tea. I'll make some tea. (laughs) I'll make some biscuits. Perfect. Anyone got a hot pot? (laughs) (laughs) You've been listening to Kawaii Fi Radio. Thank you for listening and joining us. And until next time, watch watch some anime. anime.